Hello everyone, I'm Lucy, and today I'm going to tell you how someone adopted me. This is a story when I was 14 years old. One morning, I woke up and I went downstairs to the kitchen to drink some water. When I entered the kitchen, I saw mom talking to someone and was talking about adoption. Listening to that conversation, I was shocked. I wanted to know the exact matter. I wanted to discuss it with mom, but I was getting late for school. So I went back to my bedroom and I got ready for school. Then in the evening, when I returned home, I saw a beautiful lady. My mom introduced me to her. Hello, I'm Maggie. I'm your mom's bestie, she said. Hello, I replied to her. I went inside my room, changed my clothes and came back to the living room. I asked mom if I can go outside with my friend Joya just because she was waiting for me. But to my surprise, mom said, no, you sit here and talk to Maggie. She came here from England because she wanted to meet you. I said, okay, and I spent a good time with Maggie aunt. She asked me about my likes and dislikes. After a long conversation, she requested, let's go outside. I want to visit the nearby park. I went along with her and both of us enjoyed it a lot. After a few days, my mom asked me, how did you like Maggie? I replied, she's very pretty and nice. Then mom said that she has to go out of town for an official meeting, so until she comes back, I have to stay with Maggie aunt at her home. When mom left for the meeting, I went to Maggie aunt's home. After some days, I tried calling my mom, but couldn't connect with her. I discussed with henna aunt about it, but she said she would be busy. Days passed by. I kept thinking about my mom, that why didn't she return home yet? Later, I noticed that Maggie aunt was fulfilling all my needs and doing all for my well-being emotionally and financially too. Month after month, I kept trying to call my mom, but she was completely out of my reach. One day, I was studying for my next day's test when Maggie aunt came in. She said, oh dear, why do you want to study? See, I have earned so much and I can take care of you your whole life. I was shocked after listening to all of this. She stopped me going to school and made me do all the household work. I felt like I was trapped in prison. I felt helpless and I was missing my mom a lot. I wanted to run away from this house. One evening, she invited her friends for dinner. Her friends asked about me and she said, she is Lucy. I adopted her because her mom was bankrupt and I am capable enough to secure her life financially. But nothing comes free in cost. Of course, Lucy has to pay me back by helping me do household work. When I heard this, I was terrified. How could my mom do this to me? And who my mom believed was treating me as her servant? I'm trapped and I have no way of getting out of this. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi, my name is Alice and what I'm about to tell you might sound strange, but I wish I was ugly. I am what many people consider beautiful. 
I know that might sound a bit pretentious, but my experience has led me to believe that this is how most people perceive me to be at first glance. It all started when I was a baby. A lot of people would come up to my mom and comment on how beautiful her child looked. Of course, it seems pretty normal to compliment on a baby's appearance. After all, who doesn't love babies? But that attention did not wane over time. When I was three, my mom was asked by a friend who works in show business if she would be willing to enter me into a children's beauty pageant. As I grew older and hit puberty, the attention I got only increased. Older boys started approaching me in the street to get to know me. Girls would say mean things about me behind my back, and one of my aunts even remarked on how I shouldn't concentrate too much on my studies since I could get by on my looks alone. When I entered high school, I developed a love of writing and studying algebra, and I excelled at sports, but nobody seemed to care at all about my interests or grades. Already, I was stereotyped as a blonde with more beauty than brains, which was far from the actual truth. All of this made me feel very distressed and anxious. I developed an insecurity about my good looks. I started to alienate myself from those around me. I became withdrawn and introverted. I changed my dressing and started wearing loose clothes, ones that wouldn't accentuate my curves or chest. Another problem with being too pretty is that people develop preconceived notions about your personality and character. Many of the boys who talked to me were only interested in my appearance, and they did not seem to care or even comprehend how smart I was, or that my hobbies were different than going to parties or hanging out late at night with friends. I was also the envy of girls in my class who would gossip about me and spread disparaging rumors that would further hurt my reputation. Due to my unsociable behavior and the way my classmates felt about me, I didn't have many close friends. And because people around me were quick to discard my interests and ambition, I too, in turn, felt that maybe I wasn't good enough to pursue my dreams. And so, I decided that since the world was so bent on treating me as nothing more than a pretty face, I would act the part and play to people's expectations of what I should be and not what I am. I started wearing skimpy clothes, and when boys tried to flirt with me, I flirted back. I began wearing makeup and lipstick. I also joined in with other girls when they would gossip. I fell behind in my studies as I would often skip class and my grades suffered for it. Doing all of this did not make me happy. But at this point I was so tired of trying to prove myself to others that I just thought, why bother with any of this? If this is how I will always be treated, then maybe I should act accordingly. One day in my sophomore year, I was invited to a party at one of the popular students' house. Almost every other underclassman was present. I picked out the most alluring dress I owned, and as soon as I arrived, all eyes were on me. While I did look spectacular in my new dress, it also wasn't something that I was known to wear. And so, many heads were turned in my direction. At the same time, my insecurity resurfaced and I realized that this is not who I am. As I turned back to leave, one of the boys came up behind me and grabbed my butt. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. I broke down and started crying uncontrollably. Everyone present started snickering or whispering to each other while looking at me. Don't stare at me, 
I said out loud. With my eyes swollen and my body shaking, I ran out of there and drove back home. I didn't come out of my room for three days. After a few days, I begrudgingly went back to school, fearing what my classmates would say when they saw me after the scandal I had created. I was a bundle of nerves on my first day back, after a three-day hiatus since the incident occurred. But I met with the school's guidance counselor who was very gentle and receptive, and I opened up to her about my problem. I told her how it might sound egotistic or atypical to say that I was too pretty and that was the source of all my anguish, but she replied that it wasn't strange at all for me to be feeling this way. She said we could work on ways for me to be more comfortable in my own skin, and though it may take a long time, I would eventually learn to love myself as a person. Thankfully, things have gradually started looking up for me. I've gotten back to my studies and my grades have returned to how they were before. I've learned how to deal with my anxiety in a more positive way, and I no longer feel as perturbed by unwanted comments on my appearance. I even joined the literature club and the debate team so that I can gain more confidence in myself, and I've made a few friends there as well. There's still a long road ahead of me when it comes to dealing with my vulnerability and self-doubt but for now, I am happy with the path I've chosen. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hello, my name is Andy. And I have a story to share with you, or call it a lesson that everyone should know. Well, once in our life, we have come across many awkward people, and apparently, we have judged them. So, there was a boy in my band, and also in my Spanish and math class. His name was Jack. I never really liked him since he was a slowpoke. He didn't have any friends at all. He always sat alone at the lunch table with his phone, and keeps listening to music. People just walked away, passing through him without caring. And in the class, whenever he was asked a question, he would take a long time to answer it. The whole class would get annoyed. I didn't know why, but I didn't care enough to know. I used to ignore everything and carry on with my stuff. Jack never had enough friends to talk to or hang out with because everyone found him weird. Jack has always been the center of jokes. Teachers used to make fun of him, girls used to tease him, and the boys in our class, they literally used to bully him. I never paid attention to all of this, or you could say, I never really cared. Jack and I were in the same band, but we never really talked to each other. He used to stay in his wonderland doing weird stuff. It was Friday, November 17th. I was so pumped since it was the end of the week, and we'd all planned to go out for dinner. I went to college like it was a normal day. I walked into band class and was ready to play my flute. Mr. Steven, our music teacher, began the class. We played music for a little while, then he asked us to tune our instruments. I saw Jack. He was just walking around like usual looking for something. There's nothing surprising about that. He does that every class. He doesn't attend the whole class period, he just walks around looking for new reeds or his instrument. He plays clarinet, by the way. So then Mr. Steven asked a question to the class. Who here can tell me what note it is just by hearing the pitch? 
Nobody raised their hand except Jack. The moment I saw him, I laughed, but not out loud. I thought he couldn't do anything properly. How could he possibly guess the note when the pitch is played? Everyone present there was wondering about Jack. They were passing out comments or making fun of him. He was still standing there and smiling at Mr. Steven. Well, no wonders even Mr. Steven was aware of the fact that Jack has never done something good. Mr. Steven even laughed a little and then told Jack, Come here, buddy. Jack went to Mr. Steven and stood in front of the class. Mr. Steven had a tuner, and he played a pitch and asked Jack to guess the pitch. Jack replied, E-flat. Mr. Steven said, Okay, good, and played another pitch. F-sharp, Jack said. The whole class went pin-drop silent. Well, it was a little impressive as Jack was totally into this. He was just answering back to every question asked by Mr. Steven. Looking at people's facial expressions, I could tell you that everyone was literally shocked to see Jack doing this because everyone had a clear idea of how he was. Seeing Jack like this also shocked me. Mr. Steven then challenged Jack by playing two pitches at the same time. Jack accepted the challenge, as I could see the spark of confidence in his eye, like he was made for this. Mr. Steven played two pitches at the same time, C and B flat. Jack answered. Mr. Steven played three pitches, G, A flat, E sharp. Jack replied again. Everyone was amazed after listening to Jack's answers, and Mr. Steven was also quite happy. Good job. Go back to your seat, Mr. Steven said. At that moment, I got goosebumps. How did he do that? I said to myself. He guessed all the pitches correctly. That day, I realized that I shouldn't judge people based on the little things I see. I need to see the great things people can do. From that day onwards, I had a different opinion of Jack. I forgot all the things he was bad at and focused on the things he was good at. Whenever I saw him, I said to myself, He is the guy who impressed me. He is the one who is musically talented. Next day onwards, people stopped making fun of him at school. Jack and I are now good friends. He's now the man in charge of our music band because he deserves it. And yes, he still lives in his wonderland, but now at least he has many good friends, including me, obviously. Well, never judge a book by its cover. You never know how impressive that book would be. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comments section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates.